What's going on, friends? Welcome to random number 106, Roomies and Movies, the 106th episode. I'm Ox. That over there is Luke. And we're going to tell you about all the latest and greatest and some of the older stuff that you should be watching or should be avoiding. Um, for this week, we have the obviously we have the weeklies of the DC universe of Doom Patrol, Titans, and Swamp Thing, as well as Euphoria and Too Old to Die Young, as well as the fourth episode of Good Omens. Um, for the best and worst list, we got One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and the Battlefield Earth. Um, alongside that, we watched I Am Mother on Netflix, and then theatrically we saw Toy Story 4 and Child's Play. And did you watch anything else besides all of that, Luke? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Did you not catch Anna last week? No, because somebody had to be a baby and not go. Oh, listen to you. (laughs) We're definitely catching it this week for sure, because I think I got to go out of town to catch yesterday anyway, so we'll throw it on this next week. A little PSA, uh, Into the Spider-Verse is on Netflix, so you have no excuse to watch the best movie last year now, Uh, so get, get that done. I've already watched it once today because I'm like, fuck yeah. Just had it playing in the background. Hmm. It's so good. So goddamn good. It is, but maybe you should commit to the other things you have to watch. Everything was committed to. I was ready to go yesterday afternoon. Don't ever talk about this. (laughs) You're the one trying to drag me that. Drag me into it. And I'm like, no, that will not work this time. Uh, We also watched Losa Spookies. Uh, which, just like uh, what we do in the shadows on FX, it's fantastic little half-hour comedy. It's so worth checking out. I think it's only going to be six episodes, so two are up already. Um, Definitely worth checking out. It's so goddamn funny. It's so funny, and it's so (laughs) weird. and Different than, like, anything else, like, comedically going on right now. It is it is a Spanish show, right? Well, I mean, it's it, in terms of its Spanish production and all Spanish language, yes, and it's probably one of the only Spanish or shows I can think of that's marketed towards an American audience. So that's cool. Wow! But in the end, it's just it's so fucking good. Oh, oh yeah. my god, it's so it's good. So good. Um, like, I, I, when you said you had watched the first episode, I was like, all right, well, I got to carve two hours out and like started the first one. It was like half hours. Like, fuck yes, let's do this. And like, just from the get go, the damn show is so goddamn funny. It is. It's just, it's weird and it's quirky and it, it's definitely on its own wavelength. And I get it. If you're not attuned to that wavelength, it's going to seem weird, but it's so good if you get it. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, um, any other news stories or anything you want to talk about before jumping into weekly? No, let's just get this done. All I'm right. missing a fucking presidential <laughs> debate right now, <laughs> or Democratic debate. All right, so let's talk DC Universe. And the best episode this week goes definitely to Doom Patrol. Um, I was so excited about this episode because um, we actually, or goes the Titans, I'm sorry. Uh, because we get to learn who the Doom Patrol is. And I've always thought it was weird that we never really got a good footing with these characters. Um, Like, we got to know Cliff reasonably well, but uh, Rita and Negative Man kind of were just like these subsidiary characters. And now I know why. Well, I know why, because, like, they held on to this show. And, like, they were introduced before the show started. Sure, but those characters have got their own backstory flashbacks in Doom Patrol. Yes, but they were never... Like, I didn't know he was Negative Man until I asked you last week because they never really expressly said it on TV. Or on the (laughs) first few episodes. So, I mean, and they definitely said who he was for this episode going in. Yeah, sure. But it also has that thing where, like, the characterization isn't quite the same as what's happening on the Doom Patrol show. Oh yeah, like it's it's you know, a little it's, off. It's just obviously. a little off. 
Um, Negative Man also has a mouth, <laughs> which was a little weird. But like you can tell, you can tell it's it's prior to the show. Obviously, they had a different chief as well. Um, but I think everything worked so well, and I think that was a great way to introduce Beast Boy as well. Um, he was growing, he was growing with this gang of misfits, and then like they kind of like, well, you can have a normal life, so you, well, kind of normal life, so go off with them, and it was just a really touching kind of moment, and like so much considering everybody involved it was the lightest episode of Titans so far yes because it (laughs) didn't deal with like dead parents and self-harm and all this weird shit you know it's it was fine it definitely was more about being like a backdoor pilot for Doom Patrol than it was Mm -hmm. an episode of Titans I feel yeah yeah for sure Um, but that being said I think it worked so well um, and it's no, good. Oh, I guess Doom Patrol does get a great nod because apparently they did something great out of the comic books that I didn't realize, but I was just on board for. <laughs> well, it, it wouldn't matter if you read the comics or not because that shit was dope. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it fucking was. I, I'm surprised <laughs> I held back. Like, I was going to tell you about the blue unicorn esque head. And I was like, nah, he'll be, he probably's already watched it and he doesn't need it. And like, you texted me this weekend. It was like, they're going for it. I was like, who's going for what? Because I figured you were watching Swamp Thing or anything like that. And like, you texted me the picture of the unicorn. I was like, oh, fuck. Here's for such a treat because this fucking episode gets so fucking bonkers. Um, yep. And it's all straight out of the comics. Like, not to say, like, they've done a lot of stuff from Morrison's run in the previous episodes, but this was the first time I was watching. It was like, oh, they're doing the the uh unwritten book the cult of the unwritten book arc and we're gonna see the fucking giant eye in the sky who destroys things and the fucking and then all of a sudden like they go into the snow globe and the fucking like the hooded judges are there and the nuns with the fucking straight razors are cutting through reality and i was like oh my god it's everything i want (laughs) yes do more Uh, i was just ecstatic that uh they brought romo back from bsg uh, he was fucking the chaos magician. I was like, I am here for all of this. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's great. It's, it's it's so weird. <laughs> it's so incredibly weird and so intoxicating. Like, cause I really still have no idea what the hell is going on. Well, I should say that I know that they're trying to find the chief, whatever, and all this weird, random shit is happening around them. Um, but that's pretty much where I am right now. And I'm just loving taking it all in because it's so much fun. Yes. <laughs> it's so much fun. Like so. uh, everything and all these little characters are great. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the Jane and Cliff relationship is wonderful. And, uh, they're fleshing out Rita very well. And Larry and his relationship with the being inside of him, like, you care about these characters and their inner and also there's a talking unicorn and a chaos magician using Beatles lyrics to cast spells and you know it's just fucking weird and I love it. It's the best kind of weird you could hope for. Um yeah. Yes. Fucking check out Doom Patrol. I'm guessing it was a two parter and like everything will be wrapped up with this for the next episode. We will see. All That's- I know is like to see them do this, I'm just like, oh god, I hope they do the fucking painting that ate Paris and the Brotherhood <laughs> of Dada and like all this weird shit. Like, there's just so much I wanted to do. Me too. Now. Like, I don't even know what any of that is, but it sounds fucking awesome, and I hope they see. I hope we get to see all of it. So, um, from there, uh, talking about Swamp Thing, uh, how'd you feel about this episode? It was an okay episode. I felt this was the show showing how it could have lived as a weekly TV show. Mm. You know, like you get this little, it's a small little story, little procedural thing, slowly grows some of the um, characters and their relationships and stuff, but it definitely feels like a filler. Like this is how we would do a season of TV without everything being this huge overarching plot. um, Did you see the story that they're thinking about bringing Swap Thing to the big screen now? 
now that they canceled the Dude. whatever. Listen, we'll see. Fucking... Yeah, I think it'd be fucking awesome, especially if they lean on all this stuff they're doing with the show. Eh, it is what it is. Like I don't know that it's a bad idea because no one will go see a Swamp Thing movie. Yeah, granted. Well, like, I don't I, know because I understood. Aquaman and Shazam are pretty far out there. As far as yeah, but you can also see how those are sold to the mainstream, yeah. and it's not like it's a fucking talking moss heap that fucking <laughs> uh, you know fights demons. Yeah, you know, like it's it would have made more sense for and apparently what they were talking about was they wanted to do like two or three seasons of the show and then it would have turned into like the Justice League Dark team up like that movie Del Toro was trying to get movement made forever and that would have made sense you know yeah. bringing all these weird kind of darker magic characters and I could see it selling that way but I don't think you're gonna fucking make a fucking 40 million dollar Swamp Thing movie and put it in theaters and not expect it to bomb yeah fair point fair point unless Unless they do that Alan Moore story where Swamp Thing fucks, because people would go <laughs> see to watch. That. And I mean, why not? Because we got Shave of Water just last year, and it's just so random and weird. People exactly. Like, oh, what you, you you fucked a fish monster? Well, I'm gonna fuck this sentient vegetable. <laughs> oh, that's too fucking weird. Um, <laughs> so weird. Uh, yeah, we get kind of an episodic take on the show and it's just kind of feels out of place but also like feels so much in line of whatever they're doing right now I think they are definitely going to use the uh, old guy as the arcane Dr. Arcane I should go with or Father Arcane maybe possibly but then there's also like the idea of like Abby having these repressed nightmares from her childhood like that could be her uncle too like I could see that not you know, not being this just literal or figurative boogeyman, it could have been a literal thing that she's repressed since her mother's death. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, we also but I also see the like... Blue Devil jump into action. <laughs> yeah. And I also like, uh, <clears throat> I like the way that they're showing Swamp Thing is this like, you know, he's very benevolent hmm. and he understands, like he doesn't understand what's happening, but he understands his role in it, you know, like, yeah. There's no, like, I'm going to punch the monster. Like, no, I'm going to take this virus away from you and then replant it back in its original body and hide it in the swamp. And he has this understanding because the plants are talking to him. And he has this, yeah, it's, this it's, weird connection it's to the It's cool history. to see that he's, like, not, quote-unquote, this god-like creature that I think many people think that he is. He's just this part of the swamp. Um, and, like, he has the evidence flows with it. I mean, he's... One of the more powerful creatures in the swamp, but um, still not complete being over it. So, yeah, it's it's really cool to see how it's interacting with all of its surroundings. So, Also, if this is the only season I'm going to get of the show, and I know I'm not going to get the fucking, you know, the eating <laughs> of the mystical yams and we're going to mind fuck, uh, I do hope we get the Parliament of Trees. Like that will be dope if they do that. Interesting. I'm I'm all aboard. So if you say it happens, I'll be like, "Fuck yeah, I did!" And it was fucking dope. <laughs> so uh, check out that shit if you haven't yet. Um, from there, I suppose we hit on Euphoria real quick. Nothing really mind altering. Well, quote unquote mind altering but um yeah it's it's kind of what they set up last week i don't think there's any real substance mm-hmm. to the show it's just kind of just nope. telling these stories um, this is pretty much me being like oh this show is dumb and i am over it like at least in the first episode i could see like what the trend this is this is just straight teens in peril mm-hmm. and this is the stories where like look how edgy we are this is a drug deal gone wrong and you know like what are teens getting themselves it's like fuck you this is dumb and i hate everything about it i'm i'm definitely leaning that way i'm going to give it a couple more episodes but i don't think i'll probably make it through the season i really just mm. there's just not much to the show so 
See, that's a funny thing. You might give it a few more episodes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to continue my HBO subscription because there's nothing on it right now. Uh, besides Los Spookies? Yeah, but also I could probably just watch that real quick on a free weekend. Or we continue <laughs> for a few weekends. Yes, me just keep paying $15 a month for one half-hour TV show a week. Uh, sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do slash stars, because I keep forgetting to cancel that. Um, from there, uh, I suppose we can talk Too Old to Die Young. Um, in the second episode was hour 40, I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was an hour and a half, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, how'd you feel about that? But... Ooh, man, do I not give a shit about any of those characters. <laughs> yes. Yes and no. Um, I can see what they were saying about it, where you can watch them out of all order or whatever. Um, it makes sense. Like, they're telling their own little stories within these whole episodes. But, like, man, man, does it look fucking great. It does. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, like, oh God. Like, like the shot after like, uh, the, the head of the cartel dies and the sun takes over and they're in that fucking strip club and it just keeps panning from right to left. You know, these huge long takes back and forth across the whole bar. It's fucking intoxicatingly beautiful, but it's also just fucking dumb and boring. (laughs) And like, Fair, fair, and you know, like accurate. Like, there's that scene where he's just like, you know, he's like, "I'm going to teach you how to be a a man. You're my brother now." And then he just starts covering him in cocaine. And I was like, "I don't know what this means. <laughs> I don't know what's happening." Uh, obviously, you've never been pulled into a new family. That's uh, just a ritual that all families do. <laughs> Although it did completely bug me that uh, there's that scene at the end where. Um, he is, you know, has all the cops lined up and he's walking down, shooting them all in a row. Mm. Uh, it drove me nuts that the camera, when it showed him, like, from his perspective, going over the cops was panning to the right, but he was walking to the left in the opposite shot and the gun was in the wrong hand because they flipped the image. Drove me fucking nuts. <laughs> Didn't notice it, but now I'll never watch the episode again because that'll fucking <laughs> be alive. But yeah, I think but yeah, just just the gorgeous looking show and nothing really inside of it, other than that. For right now, maybe yeah. it'll change. So, um, I did see. I, I think know. it was Ellis that was talking about it. Like, I think he's infatuated with it, and he's like trying to drum up people watching it more and more. Like to the point where he was like when Marvel does their big meetup for writers and whatever, they want to separate them from the people that have seen the show and live by it and people that have not seen the show. So it was like, everybody fucking take it down a notch. I have no idea how somebody would be able to binge this fucking series because it only came out a week ago, didn't it? What? This show only only dropped like last week, right? Yes. I couldn't imagine watching more than one episode at a time because it's so... I don't know if vapid's the right word, but like, yeah, it's, it is. It's hollow. Yeah, there's at least right now, there's nothing there. I mean, it's, it's literally just look how pretty it is. Yeah, it's great to look at, but like, there's nothing there, and it's like I don't know if I could take multiple hours of that. Like, I'm fine. Well, it, that's not true. There might be something there, but not to fill hour and a half long episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, nonetheless, it continues to be exciting to watch so i'll be there for that um from there in good omens uh we are nearing the end of the world um and the show continues to be fascinating (laughs) um there's a lot i don't remember from this episode i remember there's some fucking under a bed yep the the witch hunter finds the witch um the kid controls the other three kids and leads them to the forest. Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck that kid. Jesus Definitely Christ. Definitely fuck that kid. Um, oh, Crowley, I remember what bugged me. Crowley uh, uh, kills some demons. 
what bugged me, and this is just a uh, uh, a locational thing that might work for me and you, when he showed them calling upon um, famine, and it was like in last episode, and it was just this fucking rusty broke out di- diner in the middle of nowhere in Iowa. Yeah, and then. Uh, in this episode, when the guy's like, I've been all over the world, I've been to Des Moines. I was like, is that your concept of what Des Moines is? <laughs> yeah, that bugged the shit out of me. I was like, wait. <laughs> it was like the kid in the ringer, like, where the fuck did we stop for ice cream? Like, that was definitely not Des Moines, but I can see why they would conceptualize it as us just having fucking run-down diners in the middle of anywhere. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was cool that they went with pollution. Pollution? And not famine or uh, pestilence. True, because we mainly for the world. <laughs> at least at the time it was written, it would yeah. almost be nice to go back to like pestilence and disease in this age, where like with all the anti-vaxxers and yeah, stuff, yeah. and be like, you know, we're bringing this back ourselves because we don't believe in the things that we def- use to defeat it. Yeah, but yes, it is nice they do something that's more topical, maybe like pollution. Um, and then you know, death is just death. Uh, and then it looks like uh, Azirafail is going up to heaven because he had to talk with the voice of God and uh, jumped into his own summoning circle or chatting circle, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, um, I love, I love the idea of like, you know, heaven is supposed to be this, you know archaically good thing but literally it's they don't want to save anyone it's just about winning that's all they want to do is we don't care how yeah. many people die we just have to win the war yeah how, it's can, fa- you know, it's how can we win if there is no war that concept of everything like these two are just trying to keep everything intact because everything works and like people are alive whatever and like you have these two sides that are supposed to be held against all this petty humanistic bullshit and they're just that petty that they just care if they win or lose and it's like it's <laughs> I like everything that's happened on earth but everything no I take that back I like Crowley and Azarevale still and like everything else just kind of is like there yes and that's how I feel but like and, and I'll throw in like cause it goes with Azarevale but like fucking John Ham is just having a blast <laughs> on the show and I fucking love it fuck yeah, yeah I love Oh my god, the jogging along. Uh, so good. Yeah, and he's just like, why are you so fat and out of shape? Get it together. You're an angel. <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, we got two episodes left of that. So, yeah. I'm yeah, out. and I think um, I want to just finish it. Okay, that's fine. Which I'm ready. Because like, at this point, I'm just like, I see what the show's doing. Now I just want to mm. get to the end. You yeah, know? yeah, that makes sense. And I'm totally on board with that too. Like I'm so, I'm ready to get to the end uh, where the devil comes out. I'm sure that's probably next episode, but like, yeah. Oh, it was. This was the episode with aliens too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just bring you uh, good pe- tidings of peace, I guess, because <laughs> you don't want to know why. Nope. Okay, <laughs> I guess. All right, later. That's so random. Um, was. But yeah, good shit. But fuck that kid, man. But fuck that kid. <laughs> um, so let's do worst and best and uh, talk about Battlefield Earth. Uh, wow. What a movie. I've never seen this. I've I've heard tale for many, many years. I have also never seen this. Um, I think when it came out, like we were still VHS, I'm pretty sure. And, like, I saw it at the video store. I was like, maybe I should check that out. And I'm glad I never did, because I'm glad I never paid for this goddamn movie. Um, like, I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Let's not, say that. It's not a good movie, but it's not an awful movie. Oh, no, it is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as Going Overboard last week. Maybe not. It may be more entertaining, but it's still bad. Like, I want someone to sit down and explain to me why 95% of the shots are at a Dutch angle. What the <laughs> fuck? Straighten your fucking camera out. Uh, yeah, that was pretty fucking annoying. 
Um, a lot of context has been given, like why they came there, blah, 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 all this bullshit, but none of that really kind of matters. Um, it's just kind of sending these aliens off of Earth and getting the hell out of there. It really makes no sense why, well, it makes sense why they're there. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> make reasoning why they're after this small vein of gold that they've found in the middle of nowhere that they can't even mine. It's just... It's they're... just for greed. Yeah, they're I fucking. Mean, they're space pirates. They're hungry for gold. I don't fucking know. It's <laughs> just, weird. Just a real mess of a movie. Like and like, I hate the fact that everyone's just like, how many times in this movie does fucking Forrest Whitaker come out and be like, "Ha ha, I got the drop on you," and he's like, "Oh, do you?" And then it's, <laughs> "Oh, I guess I don't. I'm sorry, boss." I'm like, "Stop it, please." <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for bringing that up. Because that was too much. Um, it just happened over and oh, yeah. over. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I don't understand anything about this culture. And like why, you know, they're prone to giving these things. And like Travolta is just like fucking unhinged in this movie. Like oh, he yeah. is just, he is just relishing everything. And I think he thinks he's good. You know, like. <laughs> it's that movie uh, that he definitely got done finished. He's like, yeah, that was a good stuff. And, like, he watched the uh, rough cut, and he's like, whoops. I definitely <laughs> made a mistake. Um, I don't even what, know if that was... What was the like, Scientology think, angle you were talking about last week? Ron L. Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, wrote this. Shut up. Yes, and that's why... <laughs> And that's why Travolta, a giant Scientologist, fought to get this movie made. It was, like, a huge passion <laughs> project for him. Uh, I can see why his career has gone nowhere. And like, what's nuts is, like, I was, like, looking into it a little and being, like, because Scientology had been founded and it was a thing by the time this book, the book had come out. Uh, and apparently, like, the church made its followers go out and buy as many copies as the book as they can to inflate <laughs> the numbers and its success. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Um, yes, that makes me hate the movie even more. Where it's at the point of last week now. Um, yeah, what a fucking mess. Don't watch it ever. Ugh. It's weird. None of it, like, is even, like, interesting in any way. Like, you got fucking, like, giant aliens, but they're just, like, coneheads with dreads. And, yes. like, it, it's, and, like, oh my god, it's so dumb when they're, like, we're going to put him in the learning machine so we can speak to him. But then it's like, he's not learning. So we keep putting him in there and teaching him other things. All of a sudden he's just like, I know everything about math and nuclear <laughs> physics. And it's just like, what, why are they teaching you this? It's also, so fucking dumb. The uh, actual humans were able to learn how to fly a Harrier in a few days. <laughs> oh my God. When they're just like, yo, here's this program. Let's get into it. Like the fact that they literally say like, when we conquered earth, your entire world's army only put up a nine-minute fight. Yet these guys who use the exact same outdated technology and don't understand how to use it lead a full revolt and defeat them all. <laughs> oh, such a shit movie. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and there's that part where, like, they're trying to blow the dome and it, it just cracks and doesn't blow. And the guy's like, well, I guess I better crash into it. It doesn't do anything. And he has all this more explosive in the back. I was like, if you're blowing the dome, why wouldn't you have used all the explosives? <laughs> why are you holding any of this back? Uh, that's so dumb. Um, from there, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, and you've seen that before, right? Yes, and you have not. I have not. Uh, which was quite, quite ridiculous uh, on my part. Um, it was cool True. to see all these older. I mean, that movie is forty-five years old at this point. Um, yeah, I want to say it came out like seventy-five. I think so. Um, it was weird seeing Devito that young. Oh um, my god, he's so fucking young in that movie. He doesn't look like Danny Devito at all, even a little bit. Um, Christopher Lloyd looks exactly like he has the last forty years. Um, yeah, my fucker doesn't age. He just kind of looks a little older. Brad Dourif looks so fucking young. Oh my god, yes. God, it was so good. 
I was like, that's Chucky. And he's stuttering. This is so good. Um, fun fact. But, like, just even, like, looking at Brad Dourif in this movie and then looking at what he looked like in the Deadwood movie a couple weeks ago, yeah. you know, it's just, like, so far apart. Hell, yeah. Um, also, fun fact, uh, since I've been my parents' caretaker, they've called me Nurse Ratchet, and I've never had that. Uh, <laughs> you didn't understand what that was? Never knew what the hell that was. And, like, got done watching this and I was like wait are you guys referring to me to, as the nurse that watches the loony farm and they're like yep that's exactly the I was like alright I guess it works like these, the, these the are your words not my nurse. <laughs> you, you mean the one that's just taking care of stuff like just doing her job alright that's fine you guys, yeah, are, you guys cool. are labeling you guys are crazy uh, I like that she was as posed as such an evil villain and she was just literally doing her job. Well, no. I mean, I wouldn't say that's true. I think she was manipulating all these guys. Uh, I think she knew the game she had to play to keep them in check. Well, but, I mean, she literally... Because she's upset at what they done... Yeah. You know, beats down Billy and manipulates him until he kills himself. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah. Or, you know, fair. like the like that first opening group therapy session while she's all like, does anyone have anything to say? No? Okay, well, let's keep talking about how you have troubles fucking your wife and why you can't get it up for her and like just beats him down in front of all these guys. It's just a crazy look at what life was like back then. Because like none of this would be able to fly nowadays, but like them being able to get away and go fishing for the day. Like, there's no way that would be any reasonable plot line of any movie. And, like, it works really well for this movie. And, like, the camaraderie, this band of misfits gets in. And, like, what should be maybe a half-hour story uh, envelops into this twenty two hours 20 minutes movie and like it was just really fucking good um it was great to see it is i think actors just rock all these scenes yeah and i think uh to the point you're talking about like like you know these little jaunts and these little adventures they have i think that's where you get these kind of the disparate tones where the movie doesn't quite work completely because of them where like it's almost like this wacky comedy about this guy who doesn't want to be in jail so he gets himself committed to get out of his sentence easier in a hospital and him befriending the loonies in there and going on fishing trips and trying to get one of them laid and trying to gamble. And, but then you also get like the psychological torture from the nurse and suicide and end up with lobotomy and, uh, you know, euthanizing, you know, chief euthanizing him. Cause he knows he doesn't want to live that way. And kind of gets dark. So, like, that ending just caught me so off guard. Like, I figured he was just toying around like he was time prior. But, like, when Chief, Chief realized that, I was like, oh, he's just going to, like, fucking weekends of burning him and just throw him over his shoulder and take him with. Nope. Nope. We're killing him. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, it's such a dark comedy. Like, to have that as the ending. Like, Chief just runs off in the into the night. And it's like. What the fuck? But like, <laughs> holy shit. It's so good. I love that he ripped up the fucking thing from the shower and threw it through the window for the fuck of it. So well, I mean, and, you know, it's not only for the fuck of it. It's, well, you know, know, it's yeah. what, you know, it's thematically ties into what Mac Murphy tried doing there when he placed the bet and, you know, his parting line at the end of that scene where, you know, I couldn't fucking do it, but at least I tried, and that yeah. counts for something, right? And this is someone actually taking control of their life and getting out. And... Which, but you know, fucking like, chief, the the star of the movie for the most part, like at the yes, end, like, he's like he's the... he's found himself. And I don't know, yeah, was he... he one of them that was committed? Uh, I'm sure he was. Okay. I don't remember, but uh, uh, but, but that, yeah, I mean, that the book me too. Like when they were like, half these people don't even need to be like they just are here on their own free will. It's like, what the fuck even is right now? Like, yeah, no, it's interesting. You know, there's stuff in there that I have. You know, like I love the idea of 
you know, Chief talking about how McMurphy reminds him of his father, you know, a big man. You know, he may not be big, but he has the voice and the presence that he, a physically intimidating man, doesn't. And he watched his father, you know, wither away to nothing through alcohol. And now he sees his redemption was in McMurphy and going away with him. And now he sees that same person laid low by the institution and, you know, the rage and him deciding he has to do it for himself. And mm-hmm. it's just, there's a lot of beautiful stuff in it. Hell yeah. But for the most part, it's just really well acted. I mean, you basically get prolonged scenes of where McMurphy's like, yeah, I'm going to take you on a fishing trip. But really, I just want to fuck this whore. And then he's like, yeah. I'm going to sneak these whores into the hospital real quick. And- <laughs> Uh, it's also cool seeing the fucking uh, bus ghost from Ghost. I can't think of his goddamn name, but like the dude with the long face, and like yeah, I don't think I've seen him in much else. But like, it was just like all these actors I know, and I've seen them, and it's just so cool to see them in a little bit bigger part and actually have something to do. So, yep. But yeah, fucking cool ass movie. If you haven't checked it out, highly recommended. And also, I think I bought the anniversary Blu-ray when it came out. Fucking probably 10 years, six years, whatever it was. I don't know. However long it's been since the anniversary. But I'm not sure I've actually ever watched it. And, like, I put it on. And I was like, holy fuck. Because yeah. that transfer is beautiful. Like, nice. that movie looks like it was shot today, you know. Fuck yeah. So. Right on. Check that out. Um, from there, let's talk uh, fucking I Am Mother on Netflix. That's a movie. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't like it. Um, it to me, it seems like it's getting closer to getting that final movie that's worth worth a damn. Um, oh yeah. I mean, it's not quite there. I mean, it just feels like shreds of a movie that could be, or shreds of an idea that could be a movie. Um, like the I was watching it and. There's that, uh, let's say, like, opening prologue, like, the first 10 minutes where, like, you know, the, the robot takes that first embryo out and grows it, and you see a raised ballet, and, and then they have that conversation about wanting a family, and it shows all the other embryos, and she's like, you know, I, I can't open it yet because you need to, you know, the responsibility I have to be a good mother, and then it cuts to the jump cut to where we are in the present. I felt like... You had just done like that 10 minutes as a short on like fucking like love, sex, and robots or whatever. Yeah. I would have loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rest of it, I'm kind of like, yeah, the rest of it's pretty derivative. And I think it shows its hand a little early. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see all the inspiration it's pulling from, and it doesn't do anything quite new. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that perfectly encapsulates it. Um, I have to take it Jennifer Garner was the first and left to live um, just for well, that kind of confrontation. Well, one, I'll say yes, I agree with that. Two, I'll say that's not Jennifer Garner. Or Slater Swing, sorry. The same guy. There you person. go. One, <laughs> one of them's an Oscar winner and one of them isn't. So. Touche. I'll give you that point. Um, what? What? One of them is an Oscar winner. One of them married Ben Affleck and got a divorce. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it, it after that exposition from the beginning, it just gives us an hour of what life is at this point. Um, just kind of don't need anything from that. Um, when you learn mother is all the the computers it's like well obviously they'd have that hive capability um but it's interesting how they end that too with mother walking in on swank and killing her um because she's fulfilled her part or whatever um but yeah it just i don't know it's getting somewhere where I'm hoping Netflix really picks up the steam, considering they're losing their IPs now. Um, but uh, I think we're still a ways off. Um, definitely much more well-constructed than Bright, um, just with that first 10-minute 
exposition part, but um, yeah, it's interesting to see them evolve over the time. So it is. What I it is. think the most interesting thing was that Mother was a dude in a suit. It's not a CGI creation. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. Nope, it's a Weta suit that a dude was in, and that fucking looks so good. Hell yeah, I figured it was CG, so I never even thought anything of it. Um, I, I guess I have the fucking video saved on YouTube, because I've been watching that after this. Now, I'm excited to check that out more. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Um, it's got that suit future sci-fi look that I'm wanting more of with these future sci-fi shows, so... What? It has, like, fucking sterile industrial labs straight out of Alien from fucking 76. Yeah. Like, there's nothing new about it. I mean, yeah, but it looks great. So, <laughs> Also, <laughs> the robot... Like, again, I, I praise them for using practical effects because it made it look good, but it also looked like Chappie fucked one of the fucking attack droids from Phantom Menace. Like, <laughs> but it's just such a standard robot look, you know? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, so check that out if you want. It's on Netflix, whatever. Um, let's talk Child's Play first, then. Did um, you happen to rewatch the original? Like I, I did? didn't. I meant to, but I saw you saw it and I was kind of over it after seeing it. What? Why would you be over it? Uh, it's Brad Dourif's son. Uh, I. Because if I would have watched that prior to the remake, I would have been all right. But like, I was just over it after watching the remake. The remake just kind of falls flat for sure. Well, the main problem that I have with the remake is this: if we're not putting the soul of a serial killer in a doll via voodoo magic, what's the point? Why yeah, are we even doing? It's this? just large-scale toy soldiers at that point. You know, it's like. I, because in the end, the Chucky from the original series versus this one is Chucky has personality in those original ones. Also, this really, one I feel he really fucking hated the look of the Chucky doll in this one. Well, it kind of was just like, how the fuck did you make it look more terrifying? <laughs> like I, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, just a fucking mess. Like at no point would one. I don't think any rational person would be like this kind of uh, 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 nest overview control of all my technology should be in the hands of a fucking doll that my kid plays with. <laughs> and two, that doll should fucking look terrifying. No, that makes no sense. Also, for that being the first uh, uh, rolled off the line looking like that, it's like... There's somebody that definitely got fired in a production meeting that thought that was going to be the one that sold a lot. <laughs> well, you say that, and then they brought, they're like, here's Wave 2, this yeah. murderous fucking mangy-looking bear, and then a fucking <laughs> blonde-wigged Chucky, and you're like, this is all terrifying. Um, a couple of kills were good. Um, the uh, Also, quick question. Who the fuck was that Jack Black looking motherfucker who played like the te- the landlord? I have no idea. Uh, but dead on ringer. Um, yeah, I was just like, who is this man? Because he knows his role. He's just going for that fucking Jack Black look, and he's going to get those people oh, yeah. who can't afford him. Totally overselling every everything he had to give, <laughs> and like one of the great parts of this movie for sure. Um. um but to get back to my original point, I feel like in those original films, there's a personality. Whereas in this one, it feels like I get the one. Like I, weirdly enough, you see where the doll is coming from in this movie. <laughs> you understand, <laughs> as weird as that is to say. Yeah, I mean, and you he's can almost programmed actually... to just want to be adapted to that kid, and he's going to be his best friend, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And it just the oh, and also like you're gonna tell me that dead serial killer soul moved by voodoo into a doll is maybe too extreme and unbelievable, but disgruntled Vietnamese worker turning up the evil switch on is okay, and we're <laughs> gonna fucking believe that's what happened. 
also, it just goes to prove that teenagers are completely useless. Uh, because three of these can't hold this motherfucking doll down. But fucking Plaza just rips his head off like nothing. Like at the end of the ugh. There's yeah, a lot but you do get that him. great part where they're where they're trying to yeah. hold him down, and they're like, "Why the fuck is it so strong?" And you're like, "Cause you shouldn't have fucking dolls. That's the problem." <laughs> oh man, uh, when they're like hanging out with the doll, they're like, "Check out this fucking half-sized doll. Oh, I'm so cool." It's like, "No, you're fucking not. And we're not friends, I guess, because that's stupid." <laughs> but yeah, they're like. That fucking doll's creepy, and then it says dick, and like, oh, yeah. Oh, nope, we're in. We're on my board. Fuck this, yeah. But, you know, just, like, the idea of, like, again, I see where you could sympathize with Chucky and follow the thread line. It makes sense. But even through Hamill's performance, which is fine, uh, there's no character there. Yeah, it, I feel like he's just, he's parroting what everyone around him says. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing this movie really illustrated is that Plaza needs to be in more stuff. It's true. And Fuck. Brian Tyree Henry is going to fucking yeah. win an Oscar someday. He's <laughs> so good. So good. Um, um, but, you know, again, like, I, like, you know, like, this one's all like, you, we're going to be my best friend and I'm going to attack drones with everybody because you want to be friends with them instead of me. <laughs> Where um, in the original, yo, like, the mom's like, I'm going to throw you in the fire if you don't talk, you fucking doll. And then all of a sudden, Brad Dora's voice comes out, and he's just like, you fucking bitch, I'll kill you. How dare you threaten me? And I'm like, um, that's yeah, I mean, I that's, that's, that's what I was more terrified of the original. Like, because when I saw the original, um, it was at my friend's house, and they had all these fucking dolls. Like, uh, like they had the porcelain dolls on the shelves in the fucking living room. Like, I was like, not about that fucking movie at all. Because it was terrifying thinking, like, a soul could possess that and then it'd be a killer doll. I mean, even though I could take a doll now, easily. Um, Mm, I don't know this doll. (laughs) Going back, like, it is, like, I don't remember the last time I've seen the original. Again, I picked it up when they released it on Blu-ray, but I don't think I ever watched it. Um, It's nuts how long it takes them to get rid of Chucky. One, it's nuts that there's probably a third of the film where there's like, I think that little four-year-old child's murdering people, like blowing up <laughs> criminals in their house because he was around the scene. Um, but then by the end, like they burn him, but then he's still alive. It's like a burned corpse coming to try and kill them. And then they dismember him and he's still running around. Like it takes forever to kill him yeah. in that. And I was like, wow, they're just really dragging this guy out. But he also no. does... He also does what's more terrifying and you know, in this one there's a lot of like, ha, I cut your leg with a knife and now I'm going to make you fall onto a table saw or whatever. <laughs> um, but like in that first one is the most like not only the idea of like a possessed doll might be scary, but a possessed doll that somehow has teeth and is gonna fucking bite you is yeah. something I'm not cool with. <laughs> That's fair. Fair point. Um, did you have a good time with the movie, at least? Uh, eh, it's nothing. Listen, I love Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, I, I love Aubrey Plaza. Um, there is no reason you need to not wait till this is on fucking Netflix or yeah. HBO or something. Yeah, for sure. Um, just kind of a mess of a movie. Plus, I don't understand the idea that if this was just one doll that for some reason had its inhibitors turned off, which why the fuck do they have inhibitors? It makes no sense. And why (laughs) is there an on and off switch on them? But then he's destroyed. And then at the end of the movie, the, another one goes, its eyes are bad. So like, is it just another one that got turned bad or is somehow this Chucky still alive? It doesn't make sense. It's true. It's true. So deal with it. Um, From there, uh, Toy Story 4. Um, how'd you feel about that? Um, uh, how do I want to say it? It's fine. Um, it's one of those things where I'm like, I really like the Toy Story movies, and then I forget anything that happened in any of them. <laughs> uh, like, uh, but in the end, like, um, 
one, I need more Forky in my movie. If you're going to introduce a fork as this idea of nihilism and why are we alive and I'm just really trash, you need to give me a whole fucking movie of that because I will applaud the shit out of that. <laughs> um, two, there's not enough Duke Kaboom because like, I definitely Absolutely. need... Because I was like, oh, well, it's cool. I was like, oh, it's Keanu and he's going to be Keanu. And he was. And he's like, oh, he's post. He's like posed on his motorcycle. It's cool. But then when he was like having tragic flashbacks to like why he couldn't <laughs> jump because his fucking French Canadian kid threw away, I was like, yes, I need more of this. Three, fucking Key and Peel were the best part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Like, as the rabbit and the duck or whatever the fuck it was. Like Which I loved everything. So surprising because the trailers made it seem like they were just like promoting the movie. So to have them have such a big part in the movie was surprising. Like the fucking getting the key scene. I just want to watch that over. And oh over. my God. <laughs> like at first, like I was like, okay, it's a joke. They tacked. And then, but by the time it was like, we're like it shows the old lady going home and like taking a bath and having dinner and shit. I was like, yes, I am in. Like, or the scene where like, <laughs> or the end uh, towards the end, where all of a sudden like they're shooting lasers out of their eyes and growing giant, trying to kill the carnival guy. So fucking good. Um, um, but I think the main thing with this is it feels like there was like four different spec scripts for Toy Story 4 and they mushed them all together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it felt that. like it's like, well, which one do we want to do? Well, we don't want to flesh out the movie where they're stuck in an antique store. And what about a carnival? No, I don't see a full movie there. How about an RV trip in a park? Uh, what if we just mush them all together and they're right across the street from each other? Bingo. Let's do that. <laughs> Bingo. Um, yeah. That, that pretty much encapsulates it. Um, I was talking to somebody on Twitter either yesterday or the day before about this um, because uh, they just released this uh, comparison video of the Lion King. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I think that's just Disney flexing because Toy Story is in the limelight right now because like this is 25 years now that they've been working on doing animation and like the the progression and evolution that they've made. Um, I don't know why Disney would flex because it's both their properties, but like they're just the spoiled child at the birthday party. They're like, no, 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 notice us. Well, <laughs> it is. It's the same as them being like, we're gonna re-release Endgame with uh, a, a fucking teaser, another teaser for Spider-Man, which comes out three days later in a deleted <laughs> scene, so that we can hopefully beat Avatar's box office record. And it's like. Bitch, you own Avatar now. Like, what? <laughs> why do you have to beat your own goddamn record? But along those lines, um, I think this this movie works more as an accomplishment than an actual movie. Um, it's cool to see how much they've progressed in the last twenty five years, especially with the animation. Like, I watched a ten minute video of um, how the dog in the first one just looks like this really ugly flat character but like this cat in this fourth one is like revolutionary and like the steps they had to get through and like using utilizing the monsters university and stuff and and all that all the other movies that they've made to make this and i think the next next original ip from them is going to be something pretty special um really because i thought it looked like garbage Listen, it's it's still got some ways to go, but from where it started out, um, especially with oh, Andy I mean, showing like An- off Andy, like his progression of his uh, fucking his model, uh, his character model through the years. So, well, I mean, I, I you know it's technology getting better and them doing better. It it's the same as like look at uh, uh, you know like. Andy Serkis's mocap in King Kong, which was good at the time compared to that last Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah. You know, like what digital artists are able to create. It's what they get along. I'm literally just saying, I've seen the trailer for Pixar's next IP, and I 
thought it looked like garbage. And not in terms oh, of like is that the, animation. Uh, is that the uh, Yeti one? No, it's uh, what the fuck was it called? Onward or something? It's upward? it's a a world where centaurs and fucking dragons <laughs> and shit are all living. I and know. it's fucking Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. And I was like, fucking Chris Pratt? Cool. Don't give a fuck about that guy. Listen, let's just be on board because we're going to see it. <laughs> Listen, there was a time like circa Parks and Rec to that first Guardians of the Galaxy movie where like I loved Chris Pratt. And then he came out as just a giant turd and does awful movies. And I was like, oh, I'm just done with you. It's okay. Oh, you know too you know too much for your own good. I have no knowledge of any uh, of that. And I'm just like, Star-Lord, it's fine. <laughs> well, even if I didn't know that stuff, I'd be like, oh, you're in those fucking god-awful trash Jurassic World movies. And Passengers was a goddamn travesty that no one should have ever seen. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think uh, if you like the Torch Story movies, this one uh, will live up to the hype for you. Um, it was I was surprised with the ending. I'm surprised that they broke them up. Well, I think this is mainly maybe the point of them being like, hey, we don't we're done. <laughs> no more. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, I was surprised that they broke them up. Um, because it seems like it's it almost as if Tom Hanks is just over it. And I mean, with good reason. I mean, he's been doing it for 25 what? years. Fuck. Good reason. He goes in and gets millions of dollars to fucking record in a sound booth for fucking five days. Boo fucking who. <laughs> I mean, you make a good point. It should have been to, way I'm more that, focused that, on Dukaboom. I'm, I'm going to say that I'm sorry <laughs> that him doing this and making all that money for not hard work stops him from doing the three Steven Spielberg movies a decade and that's the only thing he fucking does. It's fair. It's a fair point. So because guess what? What beyond this, so there's this uh-huh. the last two Tom Hanks movies that you know came out. Uh Cloud Atlas and that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as I know the answer is the post that fucking oh, Spielberg yeah, yeah. movie he did last year, and then Bridge of Spies, the Spielberg movie he did the year before that. God, I really hated that. And movie. no one saw either of them. Saw both of them. Post was good. The other one was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but he is playing Mister Rogers in that upcoming movie, so wasn't, maybe uh, I'll give him the best. Well, the the one year before that, though, wasn't it? Uh, he was the pirate. The Captain the of what? the ship. Captain, uh, which one's off? Sully? No. The one who landed the plane? No, no, no. Or no. the one who was uh, like the Smalley Pirate one? Yeah, that one. I don't fucking know. Again, I don't watch fucking Tom Sully. Hanks God damn it. I watch too many Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, so then, uh, what do we got for next week then? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do we have for next week? Uh, obviously, the weeklies. We'll finish up Good Omens. Um, what do we got for Best and Worst, then? The answer is that I cannot find the movie on the worst list. I've checked everywhere. I cannot find it. What so, it? we get a pass. Uh, it's called Daniel the Wizard. Good deal. We'll pass. <laughs> uh, and then, in terms of the best, which is something I really want to watch again, but it's not available streaming anywhere, so it's going to depend on whether you own it or not. Uh-oh. What's that? Uh, the Lord of the Rings movies? Like all three of them? <laughs> no. it's Okay, so the answer is that this... Not all three of them. Close. Uh... The answer is that this week's is The Two Towers, and then in like two weeks, it's Fellowship, but I'm not watching movies out of fucking order, so we'd watch Fellowship this week. Nice. Um, I feel like I own them, but I gotta double check. But it shouldn't be that hard to get a hold of them if I don't. Uh, we watch the extended mm-hmm. editions? Fair enough. Because that's the only way to do it. No. No. Because here's the answer. A, a, a post P 
peek at next week. Uh, the theatrical the theatrical cut of Fellowship of the Ring is a near perfect film. The extended edition is not. Interesting. Hmm. I'm interested to hear why you. But think that's that, where. It, but uh. Then. But therein lies my conundrum: is I only own the extendeds. But. But I think there's. I think a, the Blu-ray that's only like twenty bucks. So. But I think there's a a thing on the extended ones that you can turn it off, can't you? No, no, the extended are just the extended, oh, my friend. Okay, fair enough. Um, also, theatrically, we have Anna from this week. Um, yesterday, I suppose. And that's it. We don't have any other ones. That's that's not true that's, at all. We That's the, only the two, I remember. Nope. We have another doll movie. <laughs> are you sure about that? Yep, I mean, Annabelle, son. You've already seen one of them. You got to see another one. I like that I've seen the second one, and I'll see the third one, but never seen the first one. To set up a fucking Conjuring. Shit, I've never seen the first one. Fucking goddamn it. I hate this whole universe. <laughs> you're good. Just remember, the answer is God saves all, so you're fine. Uh, Hopefully I'll remember that, because I know they'll fucking not be able to sleep for a few days. Stupid goddamn movie. And literally, like... I'm fairly certain that I'm feeling well enough right now that I'm going to go see it because there's a showing in like 15 minutes. Uh, I'm also going to see it tonight because there's a showing in 15 minutes. Um, so let's go do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So check all that stuff out. If there's more, you'll know when we start the episode next week. Um, peace, pineapple, all that good stuff. Later. <laughs>